I think the thing that a lot of people told me about a breakup is like one day you're just gonna wake up and feel better and not even like realize where it happened because I feel like sometimes they're like when you hear that in the moment you don't believe oh it. oh god I you was like, do not this believe is literally it. never gonna stop hurting everybody welcome back to episode two of gmta we are really excited to be recording again for you thank you to everyone who listened to episode one and everyone who is back for episode two and welcome to all of our new listeners who are here for episode two if you haven't seen episode one go ahead and check it out uh, if you want to get to know us a little bit more but yeah today we are talking we're talking breakups oh yeah we are (laughs) um you know breakups can kind of they can be a heavy topic and we're gonna be very honest about everything that we've kind of went through um with our own breakups because sam and i went through breakups in a very like similar time span i guess well, yeah, we through- well, similar – we went through similar uh, – our, our breakups were similar. Yes, yes. Um, you know, different timeline. I've I've been – you know, this happened to me well over a year ago, and this happened to Ashley, what, like, how long ago now? A few months ago, like, since the summer. Yeah. Since the summer. Yeah, okay. Um, But before we deep dive into that, we thought that it was only appropriate to start this breakup episode by getting coffee because we love coffee a and b (laughs) there is actually a coffee shop in my neighborhood that's going viral on tiktok right now for having these breakup lattes in honor of valentine's day and they're the cutest thing they're all like based on celebrity breakups like they had what they had jennifer aniston and um brad pitt they had uh kim and pete even though they're like together right now yeah they said like by the end of this month yeah Uh, (laughs) there's also uh, ariana grande and pete davidson we both got the jelena breakup latte yes and it's actually really good and they all have like different flavors so that like the kim and pete one was a little bit spicy because you know kim k is spicy it had like (laughs) what was in that one um the kim k one was tiramisu french vanilla and sweet heat Okay, that was yeah. the spicy. And ours, what's in ours? Uh, strawberry, French vanilla, and chocolate Milano, but we subbed our milk for oat milk because, because we're oat milk bitches. Oat, 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 oat milk. milk. <laughs> we're oat milk bitches. Oat milk supremacy forever. Um, but no, seriously, it's so good and it's the perfect way to, you know, start off the episode and perfect segue into how we wanted to kind of get into everything because like we said we know breakups are a heavy topic so we're going to kind of ease into it yeah by talking a little bit about some celebrity breakups yes so uh obviously like even if you don't follow celebrities like I feel like everyone has a celebrity breakup out there that kind of like hurts them a little bit um for me I was following Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez for the longest time. And when they broke up, I thought the world was ending. And I, like, (laughs) did not believe in love anymore. But they were the celebrity breakup that broke my heart because I was such a big fan of both of them. I remember when Instagram first came out in, like, sixth or seventh grade, I had an entire Instagram account dedicated to them. Like, Stop. I, I did You're not, kidding me. I'm not kidding you. And I had, like, 3,000 followers because – Oh, I, my gosh. Because everyone was following, Can we like, find it and use it for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think I deleted it. But, yeah, like, me and my friends, like, 
we were really big into celebrity couples, so we all had like, you know, ship accounts and stuff. That's seriously uh, <laughs> so funny. And then eventually, like as I got older, like I made my own like serious like Instagram account and shared my own personal pictures. But yeah, so Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, they were the one that broke my heart. Um, but I will say like I I'm happy that they're both in, you know, healthy points in their lives right now. Like sometimes people just don't work out together and that's okay. But yeah, that was mine. Sam, I don't know who yours is and I'm really interested in finding out who it is. Listen, my answer is a little problematic. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. Um, (sighs) Scott Disick and Kourtney Kardashian. Okay, wait. Stop. (laughs) They were toxic. They They were, were toxic. They were toxic. But... I have this belief that like and like I'm so happy that her and Travis Barker are really happy but I in the back of my mind I feel like her and Scott were like soulmates if both of them really like worked on themselves and fixed all the issues that they needed to fix they would have been perfect together and so that was my little celebrity breakup heartbreak however Scott Scott buddy you have some shit to work on <laughs> um but I really I no all jokes aside I really am happy for Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and yeah, that they're I am both too. you know thriving but yeah that that was my like heartbreak okay I I didn't think that that was that problematic because honestly when they broke up I was I, they broke up so many times but I know I was like heartbroken too because I watched them on keeping up with the Kardashians yes. and I was like they're such good co-parents like I, I want them know. to get back together and they were such an attractive couple and you could tell that there was love there but again Sometimes people just don't work out. Yeah, I think it was for them. I really think that they were just meant to be like co-parents and you know soulmate friends, maybe. But um, the other one, I mean, this one didn't really like break my heart, but this one infuriates me. Is obviously Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay, I was kind of scared for a second when you said problematic. I was like, is this bitch gonna say Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal? Is that gonna be her? Like, is <laughs> no! that gonna be who broke her heart? But I'm very glad that it wasn't. <laughs> no. Stan Taylor all the way. I no. Jake Gyllenhaal is a big fat no from me. Like, can we just talk about all too well 10 minute version and the pain <laughs> that she was obviously feeling when that came out? I'm pretty sure you, me and like a couple of our other friends were in a group chat with each other, like texting about it. Do you remember? I think Riley was in it. Yeah. I think maybe Emma and Carter yeah. were in it. But we were just like, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, if you um, are going on a first date and you need to judge a man to see, like, if he's worth your time, ask him his thoughts on the Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift breakup because that will tell you if they deserve a second date. That will tell you if they deserve a second date. Yes. Right there. Very, very true. We want to know what celebrity breakups you guys were very heartbroken by. So um, by the time this episode is airing, we're going to have, like, a little Q&A type thing on our Instagram, and we want you to answer because we want to know what – your hot take is on some celebrity breakups totally Um, yeah so let us know head over to our instagram at gmta pod and uh answer our story question yes speaking of instagram engagement another thing that we wanted to make sure that we included in this episode we posted on our stories uh, about a week ago and we asked you all to tell us your anonymous messy breakup (laughs) stories and so not only are we going to be sharing you know we're going to be diving deep later. So we're we're telling our we're speaking our truth. We're telling the story of our breakup, but we wanted to start it with some light, funny stuff and share. I mean, some of this isn't funny, but share yeah. your guys's. Yeah, we want stories we want to well. be able to share your stories while we also share ours. We were really having a good time reading some of them. Um obviously like Sam and I felt, you know, your pain if you went through a terrible breakup and we feel for you. 
but you know these these stories are juicy and we're very happy that you know we got as many submissions as we did yeah so thank you for submitting and I'm sure we'll share some more like on our stories or on our feed or whatever but some of the best ones we just wanted to feature here on the actual podcast today so I'm going to read off the first one okay here we go So my boyfriend at the time had a friend that he's known for a while. He was texting her a lot on New Year's because she, quote unquote, needed support. I noticed they'd been talking a lot more and asked if I should be worried. He reassured me and said they were just friends. Fast forward a few days and I got the weirdest gut feeling. I decided to check his location and noticed he was at a house he's never been to before. Keep in mind, it's like 11 p.m. I do my detective work and you guessed it. It was her house. So I call him and he said he was at his friend, quote unquote, Noah's house. I said, are you sure you're not at Blank's house? He said, no. So I'm like, um, yeah, you are. Don't lie to me. He proceeds to tell me he has no idea what I'm talking about and that she was in Wisconsin at school. So I tell him, okay, but I can see her at her house. Finally, he admits that he's there and tells me, well, yeah, I lied because I didn't want to give you anxiety that I was hanging out with a girl. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be upset because it's 11 p.m. and you're hanging out with her and no one else was home with them. That left a bad taste in my mouth. Why did I just sound Canadian? That left a bad (laughs) taste in my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Fast forward another few days and it's the night before he drives back to school. I was hanging out with him and he said that him and his buddies were going to go drive to the city to walk around. Dummy me, I believed him. I was on the phone with my friend after I left and explained the previous story. My friend wanted to see what this girl looked like, so we pull up her visco and guess what I see? A video posted the night before at 1 a.m. of her walking around the city with my boyfriend. I immediately call him and he denies it all. I sent him the video and he was stunned. Then he continues to gaslight me saying that it was from another night weeks ago and I broke up with him on the spot. As you should. Honestly, wow. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. That's so shady. Like, if a guy's lying to you about stuff like that, like, clearly something's going on. I don't feel like there's a reason to just cheat on someone. And, you know, we'll get more into cheating in, like, a future episode. But, like, just don't date a person if you're going to cheat on them. Like, what? what's the point? It's, it's just so much effort. Don't do it. Amen. Yeah, and sis you're on you're moving on to bigger and better things honestly screw him you deserve so much better yeah thank you for sharing that with us so our next story says so I dated a guy for a summer that I had been friends with for years even after I moved to a different state he was the only one that kept up with me when I moved he plays the guitar and has a beautiful voice the day after he found out I liked him he played me a song that he had written for me the previous night The lyrics that struck out to me were, will you repay me for the years I've loved you? He liked me since middle school, apparently. The relationship was overall good since we'd been friends for so long. He put together a whole CD for me, and we had a journal that we'd send back and forth uh, since we were doing long distance. I was going to fly down to visit him one weekend, but a hurricane caused my flight to get canceled. So he drove up to see me instead. For some reason, right before he got into town, I shut down. I really don't know what happened, but he could sense it. So after a day or two, he asked me what was going on. I told him it felt like my feelings turned off, so things ended. That night, he decided to make a nine-hour drive back home into the hurricane, and he wrote a song about it. Oh, my gosh. Shortly after that, he unfollowed me on social media. Honestly, so bummed. It meant the end of our friendship, but I guess he only saw me as an option for a wife, and I couldn't be that. I wasn't worth the time. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, a lot to handle at once. That is a lot to handle at once. And, you know, I totally feel like – 
I think a lot of people go through, you know, the pain of being good friends with someone and then like losing them romantically. And so I totally feel for you in that sense. And I'm sure that really stunk. But um, can we get the Spotify link? <laughs> for the song oh yeah send us that spotify link i i want to know Very what it intrigued. says um i know that there were two stories in there about girls or guys i can't remember who it is um and again it was anonymous so i know there are two um two stories in there where people said that they got broken up with on valentine's day or like the day after valentine's day honestly Tough. who does that yeah who does that, that? on like a day that's supposed to celebrate love who does that i know couldn't you just wait one more day or like do it the day before yeah, or clearly like, it's something that's been like building up, right? Like, you have to do it on Valentine's Day. Who wants to be broken up? I mean, Unless, who wants to be broken like, up with like overall? But who wants to be broken up with on a day where you're supposed to celebrate love? I like, think it's what? acceptable if you like you catch someone like cheating on you on Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. Then like get them out of here. But otherwise, if it's just like something you've been thinking about and like you've been thinking about doing, maybe just some advice. Hold off. Maybe like yeah. 24 hours, right? <laughs> because then. I feel like you're just going to have like a bad taste in your mouth about Valentine's Day. And when this episode is released, Valentine's Day is only going to be like a few days away. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, um, okay. Anywho. So perfect timing, I guess, talking about breakups right before Valentine's Day. Um, this one's really disgusting. Okay. And also just, I'll just read it. Okay. <laughs> Someone said, and I quote, he put peanut butter on his dick. And made my dog lick it off. What? I'm sorry. Who does that? But that that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm (laughs) like, I am not, I don't shame people for, you know, things they're into. But wow, that's, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I I like to think of myself as a very like sex positive person. But also it's just like, Why? what why the dog come on what are hmm. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. i wish you guys could see my face right now <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there but yeah um thank you to everyone who submitted your stories thought it'd be good to you know just leave it off on kind of like a weird funny one uh, um, and we do want to share the rest of the stories too uh so we will post some of them um on our instagram and you know have your stories be shared on there as well but yeah, thank you so much for submitting. I guess it's time to get into our own breakups, which is like, I'm kind of nervous. I'm I nervous too. I don't know why, because I'm like very far removed. You know, I think everybody pretty much who knows me knows I'm in a very happy, healthy relationship now. And so like, I, I couldn't be more removed from the situation. But you know, at the time, it was a lot. It was really painful. And so I'm just feeling a little bit nervous about sharing that, I guess. How are you feeling? I'm feeling nervous too. And, you know, Sam and I both talked about this when we agreed that we were going to do a breakup episode. We want to be as respectful as possible to our exes. But these were the breakups that ultimately shaped who we are today. And, like, we feel like we have to tell our truth in the most respectful way possible. But also, like, I'm nervous too uh, simply because, you know, I don't want – people to have like this like nasty like thought about you know my ex or about me for like sharing my story but also a lot of people don't really know what happened because I hid my breakup for so long and you know we'll get into that but Sam do you want to share your story first yeah okay I, I guess so wow this I don't know why I'm so I feel like my hands are sweating I'm like on the spot like kind of nervous about this and so you know just 
out of respect for my ex, um, I think, you know, everyone who listens, if you know me, uh, you know, based on like the time period that I'm speaking about, you're going to know who I'm talking about. Um, But just, you know, out of respect for him, I'm not going to, I'll use a code name. Um, I'm going to call my ex Danny. Okay, Danny. Danny. Okay. Danny and I started dating um, like my junior year of college and, um, you know, it was at a time that I was very vulnerable. A couple months before, I had just kind of had a situationship with someone that I was, you know, really good friends with. And um, Danny actually happened to be really good friends with this person as well. And I was kind of going through a lot because the person that I had had the situationship with, like we were really good friends and I had just like missed our friendship. And, you know, it was really hard for me to have lost who was like a best friend to me at the time. And now we're totally like we're great friends now. Everything's good. Um, But Danny kind of stepped in at a time that I was, you know, healing from all of that. And um, I thought he was really nice. And, you know, at the beginning, it's everything's always – a relationship is always good at the beginning. And, and it's exciting. And it's exciting. So and it's exciting. fun and it's new. But um, I think he just, like, caught me at a time where I didn't really want to be alone. And okay. once we started dating, um, I kind of continued that feeling of not wanting to be alone, even though there – was a little voice in my head and even though there were times where I felt like maybe this wasn't right for me mm-hmm. I think a big issue in that relationship was just that me and Danny just simply were not compatible uh, I don't think that Danny's a bad guy I don't think that he has any you know ill intentions or anything like that but we just truly weren't alike and I think one of the biggest things from breakups uh one of the biggest things you learn from breakups is what you do and what you don't want in a person. And you can learn like what you did wrong. And right after a breakup, I think it's really, really easy when it's fresh to just blame the other person and say, this was all their fault. But you know, there, and and I'll get into, there are a lot of things, you know, towards the end of of the relationship towards when it was time for the breakup that maybe Danny could have done better. Um, But you know, looking back, I can see something that I did wrong and in that relationship, like I said, Danny and I just weren't compatible. We just didn't see eye to eye. There were a lot of differences politically. And that's something that's really important to me because I do think that that trickles into your values. And I simply just am the kind of person that can't really be with someone who doesn't align with me Okay. morally. Okay. And so I was constantly having these conversations and feeling like I was spinning my wheels trying to get us on the same page and we just weren't going to see eye to eye um, politically. And then just in general, I feel like we were never on the same page. It We would get in these arguments where, you know, I th- I like to think that I'm a great communicator. And I mean, of course, everyone thinks that. But oh, yeah. I like to think that I'm a good communicator. And I always try to look at things when I'm having a conflict with someone as – this is us versus the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and Danny and I were always us versus each other. And something that I did wrong was instead of, you know, I was comfortable. Instead of exiting the relationship, instead of letting myself out, even though deep down I always knew this was not it for me, mm-hmm. um, I was comfortable. So I stayed and I did. I feel like I tried to change some of his habits and tried to change some of his values and who he was to align more with me. When truthfully, you know, I should have just left the relationship and find someone that was better fit for me. 
And so, you know, that was really the underlying issue in the relationship. Um, And then the actual breakup. Danny was going through a really, really tragic time in his life. There was a lot going on with him. And, you know, I felt the need to be there for him. Um, I was there for him to lean on and well you're a very caring person thank you thank you (laughs) um yeah I was I was there for him right around like the time before we broke up and you know when you're dating someone obviously you're gonna do whatever you can to support them and this was a really really hard time in his life and so I let a lot of things that he did wrong slide that maybe are out of character for me to let slide because I kind of categorize it as oh he's going through so much it's okay like (laughs) I can forgive him for this because he's going through a lot but really like anyone who's listening to this I really want to urge you no matter what somebody's going through don't ever let someone disrespect you and stay in a relationship 100% no matter what they're going through because I believe this wholeheartedly if someone truly loved you if someone truly cared about you they would never do anything to sacrifice you or your love. Mm-hmm. They would never do anything where they could potentially lose you. So that's something that I wish I could go back and tell myself. Anywho, I think we'd both kind of been one foot out the door for quite a while now, honestly. And we went on a break um, at the beginning of December. And this was his his choosing. Um, and so we'd gone on this break. A couple weeks later, he called me and decided that he wanted to break up with me. And, um, you know, this was my first, like, serious serious boyfriend and we had like thought we would maybe get married one day and you know we'd spent pretty much two years together and that's a lot of time especially like in college it's a lot of time to be with someone to get to know someone and when it happened it was so painful it was really really hard like this sounds so dramatic and so I'm really getting vulnerable here (laughs) I mean Let's let's be real. Breakups fucking suck. Yeah, it like there's sucked. no easier it way to put it. So bad. Like when it happened, I got off the phone, sprinted down the stairs, and I had already like I knew it was coming. I'd spent two weeks preparing for this, pretty much crying every day, like really upset. Not because I was so in love with him, but because I was afraid of the idea of being alone. Because I was afraid mm-hmm. I didn't want to mm-hmm. sacrifice the comfort. I'll get into that later. But when it happened, I'm not kidding you, I sprinted down the stairs so fast I literally like slid down the last couple of stairs into the living room where my family was sitting. And I just, my entire body, like I, my heart is beating so fast just thinking about like <laughs> the physical pain that I was oh, in yeah, because yeah. breakups are, they just hurt so bad. No, they do. Um, my body literally collapsed on the ground. Like I just collapsed and just started sobbing. Like looking back, I like traumatized myself. <laughs> And I'm probably traumatized my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother and I'm so sorry for that. But I literally fell to the ground and started sobbing and like my I love my family so much. Like they all like sprung into action. My dad went and got like frozen peas for me to put on my face because it was so swollen. I was like literally yakking because I was so upset. And I remember like the first couple of weeks after it happened, I pretty much woke up and cried every single day and this happened right after Christmas so it was like I was entering 2021 like heartbroken I was barely eating I was mm-hmm. barely a functioning human being just because they hurt it just hurt no, they so do. bad Danny if you're listening to this like hope hope you're well hope all is great um truthfully I think I had love for Danny but I don't think that I was in, in love, love yeah. with him and so this breakup was more so about me And it was about feeling like I had to do all of these things 
that I could kind of depend on Danny to help me with and be there for me for Mm -hmm. and being afraid of like no one ever loving me again being afraid of being alone doing these things for myself and realizing like truly my worth after the breakup but seriously like for the first few days I would literally just wake up and sob every single day and like I was camera off for work just like in bed working every day and I slept with my mom for the entire first month. I remember you telling me Yeah, that. I, I remember we talked about it and you like had texted me and told me that yeah. you've been sleeping with your mom. I literally like couldn't, couldn't sleep alone. I would, just because I would get, I would get so upset at night and having someone else there just, you know, felt comforting, especially my mom. I love my mom so much. Seriously, my dad was such a good sport. He took the couch for an entire <laughs> month, even though I offered my bed to him. What but a king. I know. Honestly, what a king. Standards. Super high. Um, But I slept with my mom for an entire month. And, you know, I think the thing that a lot of people told me about a breakup is like, one day you're just going to wake up and feel better and not even like realize where it happened. Because I feel like sometimes though, like when you hear that in the moment, you don't believe it. Oh God, I was like, this is literally never going to stop hurting. I would wake up. I remember one of the things that I remember thinking to myself was like, I, you go to sleep and you forget about it. And the second you wake up in the morning, it's literally the first thing on your heart and Mm -hmm. on your mind again. And just going through that cycle is really painful. Oh, yeah. And I didn't believe anybody when they were like, oh, you'll slowly but surely get better without even knowing it. And literally, like, I think maybe it took me two months. I was perfectly fine. And not two months of constant sadness. Like, two months of, like, just, like, truly being able to soak it all in and, like, heal and everything. And... I think most of it was about my ego. And it's almost like you're you're in denial. I'm not going to say it's almost like you're in denial you because are. you are. You, you are. You 100% are in denial because it's something that you, and I feel like I can speak on this for you, it's something that you never thought would happen. Um, I think okay, in, maybe in, in my situation, <laughs> I kind of knew deep down um, that it just wasn't right and I just wasn't going to be the one to have the balls to do yeah, it. Yeah, you weren't going to pull the trigger. Yeah, but yeah. I can definitely – definitely relate because I think if like if my current relationship ended this like I would be destroyed because it's something that I I think I would be in denial for a really long time so I definitely understand that and like I see you now compared to when you were with Danny um and given like I was a lot closer to you when you had started seeing uh Josh but I just could I could see like the shift in your attitude and everything from when you were with Danny to like where you are right now with Josh. Be crying. It, no, honestly, it makes me so happy because, you know, I don't think that Danny is a bad person. Um, you know, obviously like I was hurt that you were hurting yeah. because you're one of my best friends and like, you know, you have loyalties to your friends. Absolutely. And um it's kind of like what you had mentioned in a personal conversation with me, like when you go through a breakup, it's like you and your significant other, ex, whatever, you keep different sets of friends and then yes. some friends stay in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that or not. <laughs> yeah. I know that like my ex and I had a lot of mutual friends and actually that's probably something that I could give some advice on now that you're like speaking on that. We did have a lot of mutual friends and um, you know, there are some friends that it's like, I always say when my friends have a breakup, it's like who gets the friends, quote yeah. unquote in the divorce (laughs) even though it's it was not a divorce um (laughs) you know I have my friends that had their loyalties to me he has his friends that had his loyalties to him and that's just how it goes like when you're closer with with someone you know people are gonna not choose sides but they your day ones are gonna have your back they're gonna be with you 
and support you over like you know your ex with with what they did but I don't know I guess you can share your story and then let's just kind of get into like where we are now and how yeah. how the how this shaped us what we learned yeah um I really want to I want everyone to hear what you have to say because I know a lot about your breakup <laughs> obviously but yeah because you were like one of the first people that I opened up to with yeah. all of it because we had gotten so close but I want to be as respectful as I can to my ex um and you know obviously there's gonna be people out there listening that know who I'm talking about um I just really ask that you know you don't really publicize it because I do want to be respectful like I do not think that my ex is a bad person um I do think that we had very loving parts in our relationship however we just didn't work out together uh so when I refer to him I'm gonna be referring to him as pizza boy (laughs) that's, (laughs) that's like one of the first things that came to mind I had like other nicknames for him but we're we're gonna stick with pizza boy um so pizza boy and I like had been dating since high school he and I were high school sweethearts and I just always had like this image in my head that you know we would marry each other and this and that because I was I was comfortable with it so we had been kind of on and off dating for like a long time like we dated you know in high school and in college um and we had to do the whole long distance thing but it was hard dating someone when the two of you go to like different schools and then one graduates before the other but you know we found a way to make it work and then when I graduated in 2020 and you know I was home full-time um I thought that we'd see each other more and we really didn't which you know I should have picked up some pieces but yeah we we dated for a long time and similar to what you were saying about Danny the two of us really didn't see eye to eye on stuff um and I am okay being with someone who thinks different than me politically as long as they are a good person. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have, like, some things that I am, like, nitpicky about, but, like, I appreciate, like, different views on things. Um, But, again, like, there's some stuff where I'm just like, you know, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. We were supposed to go to a wedding together for, like, you know, his friends and everything uh, over the summer and you know we were like super excited about it I didn't really see stuff going wrong in our relationship um at first I think deep down I always knew yeah that there was something wrong with us but like I just wanted to ignore it because I had this picture perfect like fantasy that like we were gonna just like grow up together but that's obviously not how things worked out but regardless we were supposed to go to this wedding together and like we bought tickets and everything and then like a month or two prior to that wedding he broke up with me in a car (laughs) he came like it was it was complete shock like I was not expecting it I remember like I think it was like a Saturday or a Friday or something and he asked if we could talk in his car and I was like oh that's weird but okay so he came to my house like we talked in the car um and side note we were supposed to go to his niece's birthday the next day and she was turning one and I love her she's like the cutest thing ever but um yeah so we were sitting in the car talking and we had gotten into an argument because I was really frustrated that he wasn't pushing himself he had been like at a low point and like I was trying to hype him up and I was kind of giving him tough love and right then and there he was just like you shouldn't be dealing with this like I can't do this to you like you're so much better than me and he just like ended things with me and I was like you're you're joking and he was like no I'm not joking and he was like you're so much better than me like you make more money than me like I can't be with someone who I can't see as an equal and I just start sobbing and I run upstairs like after the conversation's over 
and my parents like hear me crying and they're like what's wrong and I told them that like pizza boy had broken up with me and they were like no it can't be like he broke up with you like that's not right and like okay we did like break up like in the past but it's never been as real as it was that day sure and in my mind and in my parents mind they were like oh you guys are gonna get back together like he's just being crazy right now um so I just like cried all night and the next day I stayed in bed and cried all day and I remember texting my uh, my best friend Kaylee and she was in Utah at the time at a festival and she, like, immediately, like, dropped everything, found, like, a qu- the quietest spot that she could at the festival and FaceTimed me to make sure that I was okay. Um, and she was just in complete shock. Um, and I think anyone that I told was in complete shock because I don't think anyone really expected him to break up with me. And that's not me saying that, like, you know, I'm a better person than him. Sure. But I just don't think anyone thought that, you know, he was going to be the one to break up with me. But fast forward, like, a few days later, we ended up talking again And he was just like, I know I said that, like, you know, you're better than me and everything, but I feel like I need to do this, like, for myself. And he was kind of leaning into, like, not being sure if he wanted to be with me or if he thought that he was better than me. And I was like, okay, you're telling me two different things. Like, what, like, where are you going with this? And it was, it was hard because, you know, we were together for so long and, like, we wanted to make things work. So we kind of gave each other space and we're going to see if potentially we could, like, work things out in the time that we were like broken up but ultimately I kind of just realized like in my time being apart from him that he wasn't what I wanted so I did end up telling him like you know what I don't want to get back together with you like I don't know if like you had plans to get back together with me but like I really don't want that with you um and just as a side note like going back on like things that we disagreed with he didn't want to get married he always told me that he didn't believe in marriage and that he didn't want kids and I'm someone who values family and I really want that in the future for myself so it was a complete shock to me when I went to you know go to his house and tell him like hey I don't want to get back together with you and it was a complete shock to me the day that I told him that I didn't want to get back together with him because he ended up telling me he was like I was planning on proposing to you and I was just like what the fuck I was I was just in complete shock because I was like oh my god am I making a mistake by like saying I don't want to get back together with him because he wants to get married now but you know in the back of my mind I was like what changed if he didn't want to get married to you before like why does he want to get married to you now and I remember I told you about it and I told Kaylee about it and I told my friend Brick about it and all of you guys were just like what the hell it's just like convenient you know what I mean it's almost like I think all of you guys kind of said that it was very manipulative. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And, you know, to me, no shade to Pizza Boy. Like, this is nothing against you. To me, it just seemed like it was too good to be true. Yeah. And because we had been together for so long and I was kind of in a state of, like, denial with everything – Again, I did not tell as many people um, at the start because I was kind of holding out hope and I also like didn't know how to mention it to people because it's like how do you announce a breakup without like breaking down? It's not like something you can publicize. Like it's not like we're celebrities. It doesn't come out on a headline. Like am I supposed to post on Facebook to like my 2,000 friends? Exactly. It's a story that takes a lot of energy to reach out and tell like multiple people yeah it's like it's almost something that people just have to kind of figure out on their own like you know obviously the first thing people are gonna do when they think they might know about a breakup is head to Instagram they're gonna look and see you know if if all the pictures are are taken down so I told maybe like 
five people maybe the first month that it happened aside from my parents like I kept it for my family too for a really long time and I kept it from my coworkers. wow like one of my coworkers knew because I had texted her the weekend that it happened but everyone else was kind of in the dark and I kind of just played along like we were still together oh gosh um, and like they had asked me about him too like in work converse or just in you know my like team's conversations sure. Um, just like casually and I had taken PTO for the wedding and they all thought that I was going to the wedding but in reality I was not at the wedding I went to a music festival with my friends like because they wanted to cheer me up and it was hard because I was pretending to be okay but in reality like I was clocking in at work and sobbing like the entire day like I'm here having funny conversations like you know with my coworkers, but behind the screen I'm just like (laughs) I know I was just I was I was not okay but at the same time, like, I didn't really want to take PTO, like, the week that it happened. Yeah, I did the same thing. I, I wanted to be productive with myself. Right. Like, I needed a distraction. Exactly. Um, I didn't just want to sit in bed all day and cry when I could, you know, sit at home all day and cry and work at the same time. I did the same thing. <laughs> I could pull myself together to do that, you know. But it was a very, very surreal moment for me. And as I was able to heal, um, I told more people about it um, and I opened up to people and gave them the insight going back to like the whole Instagram thing there was a guy who like slid into my DMs like two weeks after like my breakup (laughs) and he was like so does she still have a boyfriend with like the eye emojis and I was like too soon too soon (laughs) but yeah I I feel like I should have seen it coming because like we did not really get along as well I think we were both just like in the comfort mindset yeah like you were saying like I I was afraid to start over with someone new and I was afraid to, you know, just put myself out there because I was in a spot where I just thought that like no one could love me again. No one could think that I was attractive. Like I, I was just scared. Um, and you know, you don't, you don't have to be scared. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, no matter how many people, will like look at you and tell you like, oh my gosh, anyone would be crazy not to want to be with you. You're so beautiful. You're so smart. You're so this, you're so that. It's one of those things that like a breakup is a shot to your ego. Mm -hmm. And until you really truly feel that way within yourself, no matter how many people tell you that, of course it helps to hear the kind words. It's never going to completely make a shift in your mind until you can kind of like flip that switch yourself. And I remember when I was going through my breakup – I saw this girl and I wish I I knew who it was so that I could credit her because it's something that I will like say to my friends and I've probably said this I don't know if I did but I might have said this to you um but what she said was you could be the total package and just get delivered to the wrong address and that I love completely stuck with me because I'm in a place right now in my life where I know Essentially, I know I'm the shit. I know I'm smart. <laughs> you are. You I definitely are. I know I'm caring. I know that I am a hell of a good girlfriend, friend, person, family member. I'm a hard worker. I know that I'm beautiful inside and out. And, you know, I could be all of those things and still not be the right person for someone. Right. Just very similarly to like if you were to order, you know – a package on Amazon let's say you ordered a sweatshirt and it got delivered to the wrong address it's a great sweatshirt but that sweatshirt might not be for that address that it got delivered to right and that was something that you know I was able to kind of figure out when I started dating my current boyfriend is that like he appreciates Mm -hmm. the whole package that I am and 
it doesn't make Danny a bad person that he just didn't order this package. Yeah, and that just, you know, goes back to finding, like, the right person for you. I feel like it's definitely, like, trial and error, and, like, you learn so much in relationships, and don't get me wrong, I am very, very grateful for the relationship that I had with Pizza Boy because it did teach me a lot. And I'm not saying everyone has to have like a pivotal like breakup moment, but like sometimes you need that in order to see like what you want in life because you could be stuck being comfortable and kind of blind to things. Um, And honestly, like where I'm at right now, you know, again, no disrespect to Pizza Boy. Like I really hope that, you know, you're able to grow and like find someone that is made for you and someone that you can get along with but we we just didn't work out and like like you were saying I had love for this person but I wasn't in love with them as much as I thought I was yeah um it's definitely interesting I mean what what did your friends think of you and Danny I'm curious like what did Um, they think like after you guys broke up well first of all there was a lot that went on in mine and Danny's relationship behind closed doors And a lot of things, like I said, that Danny had done that I let slide. That, you know, I shielded from a bunch of people post-breakup just because I didn't want it to be like I was like airing any dirty laundry or, you know, whatever. But truthfully, like looking back, like this is something that happened to me and I have the right to talk about it. Um, And so after we broke up, I had ended up kind of like telling them everything. And they were like, oh, they were just in shock that, you know, what happened had happened and that Danny had the nerve to do some of these things that he did. And um, a comment that I got from a lot of people was like that they never liked him for me and that they just thought that, you know, I had asked so little of him and that he could never, that he never delivered the things that I asked for, never changed the things that I asked him to change that were reasonable, Mm -hmm. of course. And... I did have a lot of people say, like, same thing. Like, he broke up with you. Very, like, in shock about that. Um, And I did have – actually, just a couple days ago, I was talking to my college roommate, best friend Morgan, and she told me that she had a Snapchat memory come up where I think she had sent it to one of her friends and was just venting about how she thought that everything about Danny was so – about the relationship and about, you know, arguments was so toxic and that she just wanted me to break up with him and that – she wished that we weren't together because she knew that it was like ruining my senior year experience and you know all of this stuff um so yeah very similar to what you're saying a lot of people were were happy that things ended and maybe his friends would say the same thing about me like we just truly were not a fit right and and that's okay sometimes it just takes a while to realize those things and sometimes you just have to experience that in life going back to like the whole friends thing though similar thing like I feel like your friends did not want to say something to you during the relationship a hundred percent at the risk of losing you as a friend a hundred percent I was talking to two of my close friends about this um Brianna and Kaylee we had been roommates since freshman year and I had known pizza boy before them because again we were dating in high school but they kind of both told me that they never really saw us like being a good fit together and you know Brianna um you know she told me today that I kind of lost myself when I was with him she was like you're such a go-getter you you know you have like all these big like aspirations for yourself but like when you were with him it was a lot of taking care of him and you know my other friend Kaylee when we had broken up she 
was very afraid that the two of us were going to get back together. She was in complete shock. I was afraid of the same thing. You, <laughs> yeah. I actually think that you told me this. Um, yeah, I think a lot of my friends that I told, you know, during the early stages, you, Kaylee, um, I really, my godbrother, well, my godbrother, like, was kind of okay with Pizza Boy, but, um, you know, I was talking to my godbrother, and he was just, like, really thought that you two were going to get back together because you guys had been together for so long, but... I noticed that you were growing and he wasn't and relating this back to episode one when you know I had told you guys that my ex was constantly complaining about me changing it was because I was evolving and of course I'm not gonna be the same 16 year old Ashley when I'm 23 almost 24 I mean there would be an issue like if you were (laughs) right and I remember just like reading like what my godbrother Nick had said and I was like oh my gosh, yeah, I was evolving and he stayed in the same place. Um, and, you know, he like brought that up to me and he was like, yeah, like you were changing and he he wasn't. Like you were becoming a different person for the better. And that's kind of what like Brianna and Kaylee said too. And again, like Kaylee just had a very good perspective on things. She was one of the people that was like, when you're ready to be angry, I will be angry with you. And I think that goes back to like not wanting to lose me as a friend because I was in a very emotional and like vulnerable state where if people were still talking shit about him within that first month, I was still kind of defending him. Absolutely same. And, you know, we we all go through things differently. And I think now in like my situation, I'm kind of just like, why why would I defend him, you know? Because right. he, he broke my heart. And like Absolutely. my dad, my dad would just like say all these things about him because he was angry too. And I would defend him and my dad would just be like, why are you defending him? He broke your heart. Like, you're the prize. He's not. And again, that's just my dad being my dad and being protective. But yeah, Kaylee really wanted to make sure that she was like within her, you know, quote unquote boundaries. Yeah. Um, because and- she she wanted me to heal at my own pace. And she didn't want to be the type of person to tell me like, hey, let's like rage and just be fucking angry at him she wanted me to cry and experience everything that I was experiencing um but again she told me she was like I was terrified that the two of you were gonna get back together (laughs) yeah and I I mean I was afraid of that too but like the same thing with my friends as you're saying you know about yours I think it's really important when you're in it when you're going through a breakup to really lean on um the true friends in your life and Um, and something that sticks out to me that I remember as like a really, a moment that meant a lot to me was when I had texted my college roommates to tell them what happened. Um, the morning after we broke up, I just texted them in our group chat and I just said, not ready to talk about it, but Danny and I broke up and Hannah, who was one of my roommates replied and said, like, we're, we're here for you whenever you need, don't feel the need to tell us until you're ready. And when you find the words, we're here. And that just like really meant the world to me because it just, I wasn't ready to be telling everything yet. I just was ready to, you know, let them know we weren't together anymore and then feel my feelings and, and figure out what it was that I wanted to tell people. Um, especially because like you said, when it's fresh, you're still defending that person because you're, you're holding out hope that maybe you'll get back together. But once you're ready to you know truly let go of them is when you feel comfortable like airing out more of the details Mm -hmm. airing out you know what more of the problems were and when I you know was finally ready to let go was when I actually shared with them everything that happened and I think it's really important to take that time and you know feel those things so that you can actually 
comfortably heal and feel okay with talking about it with the right. people that love you. Right. No, 100%. And, you know, if you have a friend going through a breakup, like I would kind of suggest doing the same thing that our friends did and just like give us the time and the space to heal because if you jump into things and you know given tough love like needs to be given and there's certain times for it but you have to let the person going through the heartbreak kind of experience everything in their own time um I know that there's gonna be moments where you just want to like shake that person because I know 100% like my friends wanted to shake me and be like snap out of this bitch like snap out of it (laughs) but um you know you you really got to give them like the space um, because if you're going through a breakup, everyone's going to tell you like time heals. And I know we touched on this, yeah. but like, and I know you're not going to want to listen to people when they say that because I didn't want to listen. Sam, I don't think you wanted to yeah, listen because I mean, you don't, you don't believe it. No. I mean, if I could go back and tell myself one thing, like in the most painful, horrible stages of my breakup, and it's something that you're never going to believe when someone says it to you. Mm-hmm. But if I could just go back and tell myself, the one thing I would say is I promise it's going to be okay. Oh, and it is going to be and okay. And you're going to be better. Yes. I promise. I remember I called my aunt, um, my aunt Donna, who's like, you know, second mom, sister, mentor, best friend to me. And I had kind of been talking to her because she has one of the relationships that I've just always looked up to. Her and my uncle Brad have such a strong marriage and – So during, you know, when we were having, when I was having my issues with Danny, I would call her and tell her and she would give me her advice. Um, But I talked to her after the breakup and I remember she said to me, I promise you that he just set you free and that this is going to be the best thing that has ever happened to you and you just don't know it yet. And one day you are going to want to sit down and write him a thank you letter. And I remember in the moment thinking I'm never going to feel like that. And a hundred percent, like Danny, if you're listening to this, thank you. Like you did the courage to do (laughs) what I never would have had the courage to do. And now I'm in such a happy, healthy relationship. I love my life. I love where I'm at, the the, the position I'm in. And I do all of these things now that I just wasn't ever going to be able to do in that relationship simply because it wasn't right for me. No, same. And I feel like I can say this and a lot of my friends will say this because my friends have said this. I am focusing so much more on myself now and my friends and just life overall because I don't feel like I have to take care of someone. Um, And that's not saying that I had to take care of Pizza Boy, but like I feel less restricted and that's not his fault by any means but I'm doing a lot more for myself now than I ever was in our relationship like doing this podcast with you um you know Brianna told me that I was prioritizing my friends more and that's true when I was in my relationship if I wasn't with my friends at school when you know I was away from him I was not like hanging out with my friends regularly now I'm able to maintain that like I have a busy week now don't get me wrong but like I find time to see someone and then hang out with you guys and work on the podcast and still hang out with my parents and like get my work done and like all this other stuff like I feel like I'm maintaining my life a lot better which is great because that's that's just who that's who I am and I'm very happy and I'm very proud that I was able to grow so much during this breakup and just realize everything and to touch on you know you being in this happy healthy relationship I just have to give a like a big shout out to Josh because when I was going through my breakup Josh drove all the way from the <laughs> suburbs like Schaumburg to Chicago and Josh lives like what 20 
25 miles away from me, more. It's like 45 minutes from the city, probably. He drove at night to drop off flowers on my doorstep. And I, I fell asleep early one night, but like Sam had texted me and she was like, hey, like look on your front doorstep. And I didn't see them until like the next morning when I was headed to the gym. <laughs> but I noticed like this, um, I think they were roses. I can't remember, like yeah, pink roses. Pink roses. And I saw them and I immediately just started like sobbing in my car. And I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm tearing up now, but I was like sobbing on the way to, um, oh my God, I was sobbing on the, on the way to the gym because I was like, holy shit, people care about me. And it's not just like my friends, but like my friends, significant others. Oh, look at me. Yeah. I think, you know, and since you're speaking on it, like from a perspective of like a single girl, just like as someone who did find a new relationship after a breakup, I think like one thing that I could really you know say to someone who is either starting something new or looking to to be in a new relationship um I know it's uncomfortable at first I know it might seem like like Ashley was saying earlier there's a point after a breakup where you feel like no one's ever gonna love you again Uh and I promise you I'm I'm like getting emotional (laughs) just like saying this I promise you there's someone who will um in my last relationship, it was really difficult. There were a lot of moments that were just hard. And I felt like I was fighting constantly, fighting for something constantly. And I remember thinking in the back of my mind, people always say love is hard. Oh yeah, Love is supposed to be hard. But truthfully, being in a relationship where I am so happy and healthy and just so incredibly in love, I can tell you that love is not supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be simple. And that's not to say that there aren't going to be hard moments that, you know, that's, that's inevitable. You're going to go through right. hard you're, things you're gonna together. Go, of course. Like you guys are going to argue. Like that's just part of being in a relationship, but it's overcoming all that yes, stuff. Yes. It should feel easy. They should feel like home and your safe haven and, you know, all of that. And if you're feeling like this, this love hurts, this relationship hurts like I'm in pain a lot of the time I'm in pain a lot of the time more than I'm happy I urge you to reconsider your relationship yeah because I promise you that someone's gonna love you a million times harder than the person who is making you question your worth for a minute um I I'm a big Taylor Swift fan (laughs) everybody knows this yes and I am too we uh we bond over Taylor yes, Swift. We actually, yeah, we Swifties. Yeah, we are Swifties. <laughs> but there is a line from one of her songs from Daylight that sticks out to me. You know, that just to me describes my current relationship, but also just describes love in general and how it should be when you're coming out of something. You know, that might have been a little bit detrimental. And it's I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. And <laughs> That sounds silly, but it's it's so true. Like, you can be in so much pain in a relationship and think like, oh, this is passion. This is, you know, yeah. we're fighting for each other. But it just shouldn't be painful like that. No, it really shouldn't. And I'm super happy seeing, like, where you are with Josh. And, like, I think another thing, too, is, like, when you go through a breakup, you shouldn't, like, immediately go and, like, find someone. Yes, I don't think – I would agree. I feel like this might be a controversial topic, but like whether you're getting out of a breakup or just like looking for a relationship in general, I don't feel like you have to look like things should just come naturally. Like I remember, I think it was maybe like a month or two after like my breakup happened, you told me like maybe at the bars or something, you were like, so are you on Tinder yet? And I was like, (laughs) I don't, I don't do Tinder. I'm such a hypocrite (laughs) saying that to you because I didn't either. I know, but like... (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I know a lot of my friends, 
as soon as they found out, they were like, so, like, are you seeing anyone yet? Like, are you putting yourself out there? And I was like, I don't feel like I need to, like, really go out and look. Like, I just want to let things happen, you know, the way that they are going to happen. Um, and I know, like, you you sent someone my way. <laughs> and I remember you telling me about this guy. And I was just like, I, this was maybe, like, a month out of my breakup. And you were like, this is a guy, like, I want to introduce you to. And I was like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm not ready. <laughs> Um, you know, things things will work out the way that they're supposed to. Don't go out searching for someone. Like, let let things fall into place. Absolutely. I think it's just really important to, you know, focus on yourself. Focus on your own blooming and growing. Tap into your friends. Tap into the people who love you. And do things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. And it really does sound cliche, but, like, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Someone will come along naturally and that's not to say don't get on dating apps or don't right. like, do any of that no for sure just don't feel like you people are gonna tell you like get back on the horse get back out there but you don't have to don't right. pressure yourself to get into anything until you're ready and another thing too just like going back to like the whole dating apps thing like if you're on those apps that's fine I'm not gonna discredit them because like you know people do find love out there and like everyone uses those platforms for like different things whether it's like to find someone sure. or to hook up with someone but like I feel like when you're talking to someone there's like immediately there shouldn't be some kind of like end goal like you want to get to know each other um and I know I feel like with you and Josh like I feel like neither of you were really looking for each other and like a new love with each other it just kind of fell into place yeah um, exactly and you know just relating this back to like something funny with you and Josh I remember like you had told me I think that you were like getting feelings for him or something like that <laughs> and like you were nervous that like he didn't feel the same way and I was like Sam you're so stupid this guy is like absolutely <laughs> in love with you and you were like are you sure do you think so and I was like bitch yes he he really <laughs> likes you are you blind oh my gosh um, but yeah I'm so happy that the two of you are dating because you guys do work very well together and I see that you guys are happy and I honestly love that for you and let that be like a success story for you guys like Sam was able to find someone absolutely amazing and even if it doesn't work out which I don't think that's ever gonna happen I think that you guys are great (laughs) together she found someone that more aligns with her and that's that's gonna happen for you guys a hundred percent and I think like just really like tying it all together truthfully and I I think I can speak for both of us but I um I'm not sure so you know feel free to chime in correct me but I personally don't regret anything I don't regret anything about my last relationship because it led me you know to where I'm at today it taught me what I did and didn't want in a person it taught me what I'll tolerate it taught me how to be you know a significant other what I don't want to do replicate in my next relationship and you know something if my mom if you're listening I love you and this did stick with me something my mom has always said to me and this is I know what you're gonna say because you told you (laughs) said the exact same thing to me when I was going through my breakup so go tell tell the listeners um something that my mom always stresses is that everyone is in your life for a season a reason or a lifetime and you know in the moment when you're in a breakup you feel like you're so hung up on the idea of this person being your lifetime and as soon as you are you know out of it and you can see a little bit more clearly now you can see that they were a season Mm -hmm. or you can see that they were a reason and whatever you know lesson they might have taught you it's just going to make you into a better partner better person for whoever you're supposed to be with yes I think even like I know like we're talking a lot about relationships but like 
sometimes like people just don't want to get into relationships and that's okay too like if you want to be single absolutely be single like if that's if that is what you want in life and that's what you want in life and that's awesome that's great I think there's just a lot about like finding out what you want for yourself um and I think that the both of us were able to kind of distinguish what we want for our life and for our you know future partners and everything after we went through our breakup a hundred percent it's very eye-opening and if you're going through a breakup right now I only hope that you're able to heal as well as Sam and I did in the amount of time that Sam and I did and you know it feels like a long time but at the same time everyone heals differently everyone you know will go through a longer period of healing or a shorter period uh just based on who the person is but we were able to learn a lot and we were able to heal and you know find ourselves and be happy and look at us now we're doing a podcast together yeah we are thriving great we Um, are doing great and we hope that you do great too yeah but seriously if any of you ever need you know shoulder to cry on someone to talk to someone to ask a question to if you need advice send us a message send us a message on instagram on gmta account send us me or ashley a message individually We're happy to just listen to you. Yes. If you need someone to talk to, if you need a third party objective, like we And we're not gonna judge you. Yes. Like if you just want someone to like listen to you so you can feel validated for any reason, we are there for you. No judgment. Like we wanna hear your story. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be about breakup. It can be about anything. Anything. (laughs) Just anything. Sam and I love talking to people. We're we're both people. We're, as yeah. you can tell, um, we <laughs> like to record hours long of us just talking. So yeah. we will talk to you for hours. <laughs> yeah, we can go grab a coffee if you're in the Chicago area. Please. Yeah, we'd Get love to meet up you latte. guys. Yeah. Um, but no, in all seriousness, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing us to get vulnerable with you. Yes. Allowing us to share our truths. I know that, you know, we were both a little bit nervous about this and mm-hmm. I feel... I feel lighter. I feel really good. I feel like the weight has been lifted off my shoulders. um, And given that weight has been lifted off when I was able to heal. But I feel like it lifted off again after like, you know, recording this episode. Well, something about it it just feels like, you know, maybe the people that were in our lives that never got answers, you know, can kind of get answers now. now, But um, (laughs) it feels good to just kind of get it all off your chest. Yeah. So if you know us, you now, you know, like our, you know, you know now you know yeah um (laughs) or if you don't know now you know yeah if you don't know now you know about our breakups and if you know maybe you know even more or you know exactly the same amount that sounds so stupid but like whatever no Um, we know that there's like a bunch of different people listening and um we do appreciate everyone that has like shared our page um and have been in support with us Uh, and we really hope that we gave you some insight today and you guys are able to take stuff away from what we said definitely yeah and seriously if this episode even just like touches one of your hearts if it reaches one of you gives one of you a little bit of you know some advice to carry with you whether you're going through a breakup now a friend breakup if you will go through a breakup in the future um I you know we're just we're really glad to know that I feel like one of those (laughs) like I feel like that girl who was on the news where she's like last night there was a fire in the Bronx (laughs) um if this episode just reaches one person or touches one person's heart or then we did our job we did our job and we're happy and yeah satisfied and just really happy that we got to share this with you guys yes 100 percent. thank you for listening and we cannot wait to bring you next week's episode yeah get ready so excited um but anyways yeah bye guys we love you bye (laughs) 